Hello and welcome to RegisTake.com podcast number 39. Justice League, DC's team-up movie has hit theaters. Is the movie as good as we all hoped? What parts of the movie did we like and what parts did we have issues with? Plus, what's next for Warner Brothers DCEU? We'll hold a roundtable discussion on what Warner Brothers should do next. My co-host James will be joining us here in just a minute. But first, I want to welcome a first-time guest to our podcast. And for those of you, real quickly, who may not know Matthew, he is my new contributor on my website, RegisTake.com. Matthew, welcome. Welcome. Thanks, Reggie. It's awesome to be here. You're doing a Seinfeld thing for me right now. You're in the middle of that. Tell us, since you're new here, what movies you like, what you don't like, genre, TV shows, whatever. Just go for it. Yeah, so I like more of the drama type stuff or the uh, movies that kind of make people go, what the hell was that? Pulp Fiction being John Malkovich, the stuff that's a little off the walls. Superhero movies, you know, they're fine. I like watching them a lot of times, but sci-fi is where I really get excited. Stuff like Star Wars, Star Trek. I know you said you haven't really seen much of the Marvel movies. No, I've seen... Like, you said three of them, I think. I've seen uh, Iron Man 1 and 3, and I saw the first Avengers, the first Captain America... And the first Guardians of the Galaxy. And what did you think of Guardians of the Galaxy? I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was a great movie. Have you seen all the DCU movies? I've seen Batman v Superman, Wonder Woman, and Justice League, obviously. You skipped Suicide Squad? I skipped Suicide Squad. Good. Um, (laughs) You are not missing much. Yeah. You know, like, with these movies, like, I mean, indefinitely I love... Pulp Fiction and John Malkovich like you do. These superhero movies, you know, I kind of grew up reading them. So, you know, I'll watch just about all of them. And not all of them are good. Honestly, there's a part of me that's also, like, kind of tired of them, too. There are other movies out there. But even the bad ones, like Batman vs. Superman, which was pretty bad. Well, I can still find stuff that I like in it. Suicide Squad was unwatchable. That movie was terrible. And even that one, I guess, I'm like, well, Will Smith was pretty good. But if that kind of makes it worse right the fact that we had some decent actors in there and they underutilized jared leto as a joker and as we discussed before I, so. yeah i didn't like him yeah. anyway but who knows maybe if they did a little more with him i would have liked him i don't know at any rate i don't want to talk about that movie that's, 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 that's a bad fine. movie. justice league is the fifth movie in warner brothers dceu didn't do so hot it's opening weekend it was estimated that it was only gonna make 96 million but that was revised down on Monday after its opening weekend to $94 million. There was parts of this movie I liked. There was parts of the movie I didn't care for. I didn't think the movie was a bad movie, but I didn't think the movie was also excellent either. Yeah, it was pretty average, I think. I think Warner Brothers, and, and we can get to this a little bit later, Warner Brothers, I think in general, I think has issues with their, quote, team-up movies, those being Suicide Squad, this movie, and Batman v Superman. Wow, that's quite but, a statement. I but think that's just they my have opinion. issues with that's just all their opinion. movies. That's like the only, opinion, the only good one they had was Wonder Woman, and that's just because that one ripped off Captain America. It's like, <laughs> I mean, that was a good movie, but yeah. What I'm getting at is it seems like wonder woman and man of steel seem to be their two other better movies compared to the other yeah, three so yeah but even man of steel like that one was kind of i ended up liking it after a couple viewings but i was pretty mad when i saw that movie in theaters the first time i liked it i mean justice league obviously wonder woman's the best so i'm not counting that one but i like the three this trilogy whatever you want to call this Superman trilogy, Uh whatever, or Justice League trilogy, whatever it is, if it's even that. Out of those three, it's better than Batman vs. Superman. I'm not sure, though, if it's better than Man of Steel or not. Even though Man of Steel, there's some stuff that I just really hated, and I thought a lot of the dialogue was really bad. But uh, I think it still, overall, like had a better plot than this one. This was lacking in plot, but the characters were really fun. Right. So it, yeah, I'm not really sure where it fits. It might be, maybe I'll, I don't know. I'll have to watch them all together, so I'll probably never do that. So, <laughs> I mean, like, those are really long movies, and they're, at best, okay. So They're a bit of a slog yeah, to get through. One of these days I might. Who knows? For the first part of the movie, when they start setting up everything, trying to get everybody together, did you guys feel they moved too quickly to all that? Or was that the right amount? I mean, to me, because it felt like at times the setup of 
the early part of Justice League was okay, but then also it felt rushed in my book. A little bit. It felt like it took for freaking ever. Yeah. Constantly watching the clock at the theater. Like, I've only been here for 30 minutes, and it, it was rough. I always want to ask, because it seems like there's some parts of there that I would have liked to see a little bit more of. I'm not saying a huge amount. I'm just saying there's parts that I would have liked well, to see Well, that's probably why it of. seems so long for him, because, you know, going into it, you're not really, like, a fan to begin with. And so it's just, oh, now we'll meet this guy, and now we'll meet this guy, and now there's this guy. And you're like, just get to the point. I love all those characters. You know, I yeah. grew up watching the Justice League animated cartoon. Mm-hmm. I had the Justice League fighting games on the Super Nintendo. Aquaman is great. I love Batman. Superman would... I, I'll I, get into I, him I, later. I like Superman a lot. But yeah, I, I get that. He's a little old-fashioned, I think. But uh, yeah. Did you guys have an issue with the CG? Because a lot of people were yeah, complaining I did. about the CG. I did. I would actually say the two biggest problems with the movie, though, are the CGI and the villain was lame. Steppenwolf is lame. horrible. And what's funny is it's I kind of see what they were planning on originally, but since this series is a whole turned out to be such a mess they should have abandoned that i get it for the first movie you're going to introduce the lackey of dark side or whatever and then on the next one but it's like dude at this point just bring in dark side or brainiac or some villain that's actually good that people like that people know instead of just some no name even if you do a no name you can still do better than that i mean right you can write your own character because steppenwolf didn't really have much dialogue that was useful to anything in my book but he had no motive there was no motive for him to be doing any of this any Uh, that he had was so muddled well the only motive i saw that i took from the movie was that he felt earth was his and that's why he was there and that was pretty much it that's a good motive but that's the only thing reason i saw and the only time he really opened his mouth was for about the mother boxes that was all he had to say i mean he was really as about as more useless than some of the what marvel's done with some of their villains in their movies from what i took from it oh yeah i mean marvel hasn't really utilized their villains in their movies but at least gotten better but at least at least they they really had more motivation of what they were doing yeah other than steppenwolf did well marvel has two problems one is and i don't really view this as a problem one is they're focused more on the heroes not every movie is going to have a joker or a moriarty or a green goblin or you know they focus more on the heroes and that's fine the other problem though that i don't really think is a problem but the one problem that they do have is i even see this in the new upcoming black panthers they keep having this tendency to do the mirror image of the hero over and over again and okay let's move on they don't do it in every movie but they do it enough to where it's really noticeable yeah it's like okay i mean we can do something different. I guess the reason why they do it is because they focus so much on the hero that the villain's just kind of there for a fight at the end. Well, I think the Marvel movies really capitalize on the chemistry between the different heroes. I mean, that's, to me, the whole point between the Marvel movies. The combat, you know, yeah, it's fun and it's really well made, but... But that's always the most boring part. Yeah, you're you're there for the banter and for the conflict. That's how how at least the older comics were, is, you know, because really that cliche, a hero is only as good as his villain and well no. that's not really true no like especially you look at at a comic books really you've got of course batman's villains spider-man's villains are great uh superman has some great villains lex Luthor, brainiac you know zod i guess like even though he's not that big in the comics like, right i mean he's kind of a big deal in the movies but you know all three of them have great villains then you know x-men has a couple like magneto and they don't have as many but they've got a couple and then you know dr doom is a great villain but that's really about it i mean well i guess loki now so i mean there's quite a few characters like Captain America or Wonder Woman. They do have their villains, but they're not really that big of a deal. They're not really that memorable, usually. It's more about fighting social injustice right. or, or some idea rather than yeah. a specific villain. Kind of like what they did with the second Cap America movie, Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. It was more political driven than it was about yeah. the Winter Soldier or whoever. Yeah, and Winter Soldier was great. He was scary, but I mean, obviously he was a pawn and something bigger. bigger. The fight between him and Captain America was great, but he wasn't the main focus. It was the political finding out that Hydra was really behind shield not shield is what you thought it was i liked justice league in the sense that okay i like justice league because you got to see all those guys together fighting and i think the chemistry between those guys at least the humor kind of worked for me to a certain extent but 
what I didn't like about it was Batman just seemed to be there just to be there. Bruce Wayne, you didn't learn anything new about him to a certain extent. Like, is there anything being, else oh, to learn? I mean, right, there's I been like a hundred Batman. Batman movies. Batman is such in the, the common conscience that we don't really need Even, to know anymore. True. Did you guys feel they made a mistake, though, by not putting Superman in the promos leading up to the movie? No, I, I really didn't care about that at all. Do you feel that, that hurt the movie any? No. I think everyone no. knew it was, it was everyone coming. knew it was coming. I mean, no one was going to be surprised, but I think people like the idea of pretending to be surprised. surprised. So, I mean, I, no, I don't think that. Anyone who knows anything about the Justice League knows that Superman is in the Justice League. It it was set up for it in Batman v Superman, Man of Steel. How can you have those two movies and not have, and then have a Justice League movie and not, not have, have Superman, Superman in it? Did you like the way they brought him back? I thought it was fine. Yeah. I did. Yeah. I was fine with everything they did with him. I liked how he was a little crazy at first. And they probably should have done a little more with that, but whatever. I did like the fact he used Bruce's line against him yeah. initially when he picked him up. Yeah, I liked how... That that was so I, lame. It I, was so I lame. I actually liked that because I kind of felt like Joss Whedon knew that that line was kind of lame so like it kind of seemed maybe that's just the way i took it but it, it kind of seemed like it was kind of making fun of how lame that line was in the first place i kind of found it funny in the sense that he used it against him now whether it should have been there or not it's a whole nother story but i did at least get a smile out of it when he said do you bleed you know i actively groaned it, it was <laughs> I, I think the biggest problem with bringing superman back in that fashion is if you were watching justice league just as a standalone movie you would have no idea what the hell they were doing there's no context really given aside right. from if you watched batman v superman then you get it but do you understand what the mother boxes are i i got no idea they're just they're, they're boxes with light the only reason i was asking you james was because you've delved more into the comics than i ever have sometimes you know you know things that i have no clue about but only from what i see <sighs> in the movies i'm sure there's something in the uh new gods comics but mm -hmm. i i don't know like there's always some something like that what do they call it where it's just an object of like pulp fiction they open the briefcase right. and it, you don't know what's in there because it doesn't matter right like, that's kind of how these boxes were okay. who cares the new god stuff was created by jack kirby after he quit marvel and went over to dc he made dark side and steppenwolf and like all these new gods characters and at first it was like a standalone story but then the rest of dc like superman and justice league comics kind of engulfed it okay and it became part of that eventually as far as the details of this stuff i, I don't know i don't know what the mother boxes it, it, were it doesn't matter it doesn't i mean it really doesn't they're just things that are magic and meant to move on the plot. Yeah, exactly. Everyone's been complaining, at least from what I've read and seen online, about the, the special effects because supposedly... Oh, are you going to talk oh, about what I think? Mustache gate? Is yes. that what we're doing? Yes. Because you know what's funny is I heard about it going in, yeah. in there, but honestly, I really because didn't Because supposedly most, yeah, of this, most of the shots, what we saw in theaters, we saw of Superman, were from the reshoots. Right. I can't wait until they show the behind the scenes of those little, like, see, those oh my God. over his upper lip. I could notice it here and there. It wasn't my focus when he was talking because I didn't notice it as now, much. Now, everyone is... Overblowing it, maybe? Yeah. I actively tried to look for the mustache. I couldn't see it. It yeah, fine. It's, it's that people know it's there, so now they have to act cool and be like, oh, it's an uncanny valley. It's like, no, it's not. They, like, it, you if you didn't know, you wouldn't be able to No, it, yeah, I totally agree. I didn't notice it, and I looked for it, and I got tired of looking for it. So <laughs> yeah, me too. It's really funny how stuff like that gets so overblown on the internet. Like, it's a conversation piece. That's what it is. It's something for everyone to rally around and say, now, oh, this movie's going to suck because they can't even make the lead actor shave his mustache. Now, honestly, I don't think the CGI was great. I think the big problem, it reminded me of the later prequels of Star Wars, right. where it's like too much green screen and you gotta keep in mind like there's definitely a lot of production issues with this movie because i had to switch directors a bunch of reshoot this movie considering all that 
It wasn't terrible. I found it overall entertaining. Yeah. And I did like the part where in the Batcave where Bruce Wayne and Wonder Woman did have their argument between each other. I did find mm-hmm. that part intriguing. I also kind of liked what they did with Aquaman. Yeah, I did too. Uh, um, I say my second favorite after that would probably be The Flash and then Cyborg. I'm still on, actually, on I liked about him. Cyborg. I thought he was going to be a terrible character, but I really liked him too. I actually liked all the characters. I think Cyborg was by far the best character. Yeah. There's enough conflict there between him and the other members, between him and his father, between him and society, that, yeah, we didn't get a lot of time on him, but it was really nice to see something a little deeper with the background story, other than Aquaman, who's just this bro who chugs bottles of whiskey. He was a lot of fun, though. (laughs) But I I actually really liked all the characters in this movie, I and I think that's, you know, comparing this to, and not just the core group, you know, I've always really liked Amy Adams. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought she was good. I liked Lois Lane. It felt in that regard, I mean, you could tell a lot of this was Whedon, but it felt like a Marvel movie in that regard and that we have these really fun, really interesting superheroes uh-huh. that don't always get along, that have like pretty good banter. I mean, they actually liked all of them. Well, I did see one reviewer whose intro for the Justice League movie was, uh, Justice League, the best Marvel movie DC could produce. <laughs> well... <laughs> Opening line. I would still say Wonder Woman was because, like I said, that movie is kind of a ripoff of Captain America and Thor. Like, it's pretty right. much the same movie as those two, which is fine. I mean, it might be better than those two. I don't know, but it, it was a good movie. I'm just saying that's what you got to do. You just got to rip off Marvel. Like, like well, well, they're having so much success mm-hmm. and you're trying to build your own universe. You do what works. Well, that's the problem is I don't think they knew how to do it. They like, don't know what they're doing. You know, Marvel, they had a plan. Their plan was introduce characters as a standalone, put uh-huh. some little hints here and there that these movies are going to be connected. And hope they can get to the team-up movie. Yeah, and write the story as you, well, not as you go, but have a story at least somewhat planned uh-huh. before you go into it, which they've done, I think. Well, Whereas, my question is, uh, with the Cyborg character... Is there enough there with a cyborg character alone for his standalone movie to be interesting? I think you go before the accident. I think you get who he is before he gets fused with all the technology. And then like two-thirds of the way through the movie... You jump ahead. you, You either jump ahead or you go to how he is personally emotionally dealing with it no external villain or just a character study i think if you do a character study movie i would disagree a little bit and say don't start with the origin have the origin in there maybe as flashbacks but kind of go into a story to begin with because there's so many origin stories even the good ones and marvel does a lot of origin stories and even the good ones i'm kind of tired of them so like start have the origin part of of the movie be the flashback then? Something like that, yeah. Or kind of like what the, you did with Man of Steel. The other problem, well, because Man of Steel kind of gave you the flashbacks as he was sure to, to a certain extent. Cyborg's at this point an established character. We, right, we know right. who he is now. Right. So I mean, we don't really need all that. Maybe just like a story about robot trying to live. The big problem though is you actually can make a really good movie out of him. Of course you can. Like you can make an incredibly interesting science fiction movies full of social commentary, but you have to understand that probably a lot of people aren't going to see that, so you're going to have to cut the budget, which these companies don't do. Like, the only one that did was Deadpool. That movie had a shoestring budget. It was not shoestring. It was done total for $60 And that's all you need. Not These movies don't need to have crazy budgets. Some of them do, but not all of them. And according to some of the major outlets online, that because of all the reshoots that Warner Brothers demanded when they brought Joss Whedon in, because supposedly the rough cut of Justice League that Snyder had in place before he left because of his family tragedy that he walked away from, no one at Warner Brothers was happy with what they were seeing. They didn't think the movie was going to be good enough, get even worse back feed from what they got Batman versus Superman. So that's the reason why they brought Joss Whedon in and they told him two hour time limit and to make it work. And they wanted the tone lightened because when Justice League did go into production, it was only like less than a month after Batman versus Superman hit the theaters. So they had no time to really have that mandate of what they were trying to get 
tonal change into all their movies, which they've done with Aquaman. They tried to do with Wonder Woman, which I think worked. They just left Zack Snyder in there and let him go because they felt to remove him and change up what they were wanting to do would have cost them more money in, in the second place. Maybe DC just, there's executives at DC. Are they meddling Of course too they much? are. Of course they are. There's they're, too many cooks in the kitchen. Yeah. They're trying too hard. We know this and we've known this for years. They're trying too hard to match up to what Marvel's doing. None of those guys are directors or artists or actors. And they just read what Marvel did and they're trying to recreate it. It doesn't work that way. Well, and if you look at the numbers, the Marvel's movies consistently have lower budgets than these DC movies. Well, supposedly uh, the Justice League movie with the reshoots, their the total budget uh, was right around $300 million for this movie. That's ridiculous. That's insane. You can't spend that much on... For the movie to break even, it's going to have to go north of $600 million at the box office. That's ridiculous. It's not going to happen. It could. It may not. I don't know. I mean, anything's possible, but at this point, I wouldn't bet on it. The only chance it has is internationally. It's never going to... It's well, not going to make any dents domestically. Well, here's the thing. Warner Brothers did something that most... They don't do with the studios instead of opening just in the u.s and then opening in other markets across the world at different times they opened this movie to every market at the same time so they're not going to get any boost from china because it opened in china the same weekend it opened here in the u.s there's no oh open in the u.s and uk here open Asia here, open in, in Russia here, open in China. It was just, they did it all at once. So they have no hoping, well, maybe it'll get better numbers in this market than compared to this market, but they opened all at the same time, which in some ways can be good, but I think also hurt them too. Because now there's nothing, oh, well, we can wait for the China theater to open and hit. What you've seen now is, is what they're getting. It's going to flop, and I think ultimately it's going to lead to this DC cinematic universe ending prematurely. Do you guys think feel that Warner Brothers needs to soft reboot the DCEU, hard reboot, or just focus more on their individual movies and screw with the team-up movies for a while and just focus on their individual characters and try not to worry about trying to do a Justice League or another Suicide Squad. They should not. I don't know what they should do, honestly. Because they've got some great characters. Batman, Wonder Woman, Superman. I mean, they've got great characters. Well, they're not going to have Batman anymore because Ben Affleck is quitting. Right, but they, from what I gather, they're pretty much just going to recast him if they continue on with. I've heard Jake Gyllenhaal is probably the top. Kind of weird. I'd do Martin Short. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. (laughs) No, Jake Gyllenhaal was originally. He was wanting some uh, other. Well, he was supposed to. They were going to recast Tobey Maguire. Right, with Spider-Man too. Tobey Maguire actually got injured. Was having back issues. Yeah. Wasn't that one racehorse movie he did in between Spider-Man? Is that what, was it Seabiscuit? Yeah, I, 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 I thought think, it was during it was that Spider-Man. Movie. No, I think it was during the oh. Seabiscuit movie he did in between Spider-Man and Spider-Man 2 that he suffered an injury that was causing Sony to possibly have to maybe recast him if he couldn't go because they weren't going to wait on Toby if he was able to go when he obviously he was able to, but if they hadn't, they I were going to go. Seabiscuit, okay. I, I just want to say on the record, Seabiscuit is a terrible name for a horse. And that horse <laughs> should not be famous. I think DC could do a soft reboot because they do have their Flashpoint movies if they keep everything as scheduled right now. Although it doesn't have a date, but they were going to do for the first solo Flash movie, do the Flashpoint story, or at least a version of it. Like, out of this whole thing, <clears throat> they made one movie, and that was Wonder Woman. The rest of them are a hodgepodge of movies trying to connect to other things that's because i asked if they just focus on their standalone movies I, mean, I, I think they kill the universe i honestly think they need to say you know what this isn't working we're not going to connect the storylines what we're going to do we're just going to get a number of a-list directors and each of you will have two years to make a movie and in 15 years we're going to come back and we're going to try this again We need to work on our reputation right now, because right now we are too close to the Dark Knight trilogy, and that is really hurting what we're doing now. Everyone's expecting these dark, gritty superhero movies that are really, really good. The Dark Knight is one of my favorite movies ever. Oh, it's one of the top comic book movies ever made. It's fantastic, and the DCU doesn't do anything for me at all. Mm-hmm. Wonder Woman, I thought was great as a standalone movie. It was great. I forget about that stuff with Bruce Wayne and the the pictures. I I don't care. But if that was just a standalone, this is Wonder Woman, and then two years from now, give me a Flash movie or a, a Green Lantern movie mm-hmm. that is actually I really interesting. liked that little cameo, the Green Lantern. That was and good. that's another thing I gotta say is the post credits thing with Deathstroke. What I thought they would do a post credits thing with. A green lantern which would have been way cooler than 
Deathstroke. Who cares? And it's Deathstroke talking to... And, like, that's the other thing. It wasn't Deathstroke supposed to be, like, the next Batman villain, but we're not going to have Batman, so, like, why are you even putting this in there? Matt Reeves, who's... (laughs) It doesn't make any sense. From what I read, Matt Reeves, who's supposed to be directing the solo Batman movie, most likely without Ben Affleck. When he came in, he was able to rewrite whatever it is Ben Affleck and Jeff Johns had written. Ben Affleck was going to direct from before he walked away from directing the Batman movie. No one knows if he's keeping Deathstroke as the villain for that first Batman movie, which I would hope he is, personally. I would like to see that. If they are keeping the the actor who's playing Deathstroke in there, great. I have no problems with it. I like that in-credit scene, but to me, I think those two in-credit scenes should have been flipped. The race with Superman and Flash should have been the one at the end. I like that one. It was good, but I just think that was more, if you're trying to use the Deathstroke one as a continuation of pushing on your story to me that should have been the, the first one you saw because the flash superman thing it was fun i'll grant you but it's kind of more of a throwaway end credit scene that personally. was based on a famous right comic. i know that i know oh, that sorry i, I sorry reggie i, I realized that it's just to me that was more of the, of the throwaway no. credit it wasn't setting anything else up personally i always thought that if superman could beat the flash it's like well then what's the point of the flash exactly <laughs> actually that's my biggest problem with this movie it's superman i hate Superman. Really? Absolutely. I think he's a terrible character in the DCU and in the comic books. I think he's... Wow. I think he's a terrible comic book character. Would you care to elaborate on that? Absolutely. Let me tell you why. Okay. He's OP. He's completely overpowered. Why are you going to create a character that has no weaknesses but like a nut allergy <laughs> in kryptonite that's well you know i mean he's on make he's that argument but then you have but then you've got thor and everyone's who's just as powerful and everyone's like fine with that i'm not fine with thor he sucks <laughs> well there you go but i mean it just depends because superman he does fight plenty of powerful aliens and interdimensional characters like dark side like that yellow pink and yellow guy what's his name todd Todd, yeah, like Todd. No, there's a guy who, um, it's a really good story. It's an Alan Moore story where Batman, Wonder Woman, and Robin go to the Fortress of Solitude to celebrate Superman's birthday, which already sounds horrible, but it's really good. So they go there, Superman's completely paralyzed, and he has this alien plant growing out of his chest. None of them, like even Wonder Woman, can't pull that thing off. They can't figure out how to get that thing off of him. The whole thing is him in a trance. That parasite is giving him hallucinations while it's feeding on him and killing him. And it's giving him this hallucination of him living a normal life on Krypton. And he's pretty happy there. But then weird things will like fuck with him or he's all of a sudden he'll see something from earth and he's what was that and it's a really good story the guy that gave him that parasite todd todd because i can't think of his name we'll just call him todd he's also the guy that destroyed i can't remember any of this shit anymore he destroyed the city green lantern city okay and and which in essence made green lantern go insane and become parallax back in the 90s but whatever this guy's name is you know and then you've got zod so you actually do have a lot of characters and lex luther when he's in his iron man looking green suit i mean you do have a lot of characters that can go toe to toe with him and it depends on the writers you know the early writers they just weren't very good writers they were writing for children but like later writers and i would say even on the um the superman show because there was batman superman and then justice league dave said yeah superman can die on this i mean he can be killed good not just should be yeah exactly kind of the problem with superman is it's not that i necessarily think that he's overpowered which i don't under most writers since the 80s and probably even since the 70s they've made it to where yeah if he's facing an adversary that's on his level they could kill him problem is is everyone has because he's such a pop culture americana icon exactly that everyone has this idea that he can't be killed what's the point and that's not really true and it has been true for decades but that That, stigma will always be there that precedent set in the golden age it, it will always be there yeah and i just think that now you know then since the 80s you've had to come up with these sometimes ridiculous means of weakening superman you know superman is a symbol of justice and freedom and he's a propaganda tool more than he is anything else and, and that's why he's such a hard character to write for you, you write can't write for, for him this day you can you can because 
They were able to do it with Captain America. All you got to do is be a good writer. They were able to do it with Captain America. They should have been able to do it with Superman. They should have found a way to make Superman this person with these old lost ideals trying to fit in. And they didn't. That was the thing with Man of Steel. Just rip off Captain America. That's especially on Captain America 2 and Avengers. That's especially what it is. You have this guy who is from this old way of thinking and he is reckoning with are these ideals that we had were they even real when i lived through them and you could have done that with superman if you were just a good writer but instead they're like let's have superman fight zod who cares exactly superman's conflicts they can't be physical they have to be ethical that's how you make a good superman story where he can be bested but it gets to be ridiculous epic proportional fight 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 lots of big guys with guns things but then that leads to another problem which is again marvel's been able to handle this somewhat but the other problem is is moviegoers nowadays they're not really looking for a movie with those type of subtleties they want transformers i mean yeah i mean look at blade runner was amazing it was incredible and And it didn't didn't do any well but that's the other thing though is like and we've talked about this i think blade runner would have done really well if they would have made it like an hbo miniseries and i I think maybe like something like netflix or whatever no hbo it would have to be hbo netflix does some good stuff but i just meant in in terms not sorry netflix itself but i'm just hbo can handle they can handle the budget better than netflix netflix has so many hands and so many different pockets yeah. they're doing so many projects that you devote you know game of thrones is ending so wait till game of thrones ends and then do a blade runner series yeah i still have i mean Westworld was incredible oh game of thrones the actor who plays aquaman was on the first season i think called drogo jason momoa he was in the conan reboot and and for what that conan reboot was okay but i liked him at least in that role i thought he was fun in that role i mean the movie itself wasn't necessarily that great but i thought he was fun in that role so i mean i'm familiar with him does not from game of thrones from other little things he has he's a lot different in game of thrones he mostly just like a full-on brute on that one i would say right yeah like he doesn't even all of his dialogue is in some foreign language and you, you see him evolve towards the end but he dies at the end of the first season yeah. spoilers yeah <laughs> so you don't really get to know jason momoa that well but still even after his season on there everyone was like oh my god this guy is well first of all he's sexy as hell and he's incredible you you know it you know jason momoa he's got that bod uh i'm not answering that question that's loaded that wasn't a question it was a fact okay all right i'll I'll take your word for it it's objectionable like you just know it i'm not commenting on any of this right now okay i'm sorry although i did like his scene when he's quote sitting on the uh, you know that was a joss whedon thing oh yeah i will tell you what there was uh one thing that i also know was joss whedon that i hated and this is a thing that he does that stupid russian family that's trying to escape from that chernobyl looking place it's like i don't care avengers there's that blonde waitress who keeps like screaming and ducking and it's who are you (laughs) and then avengers 2 has i think they have some people like that at the end and it's just why are we following these people that we don't know at all but that's like a joss whedon that he does i think the bigger question is why is this conflict taking place out in the middle of nowhere in russia there's yeah. n- there's no conflict there i we have there's... to save this family oh like, no, no look you don't. 200 people well setting it in that small little town in russia there was no consequences to anyone who technically really lived there i mean exactly. other than what the few people that were there now i did kind of find it funny that that Flash gets the pickup pushed out of the way and gets to safety, and he's all happy. And then he looks over, and there's Superman carrying yeah, that was, this big old apartment. That building. was great. <laughs> that was great. No, yeah, that was great. We just didn't need to see the family for like half the movie. Oh, now we're watching TV, and oh, and with the a little girl coloring on the we on the bed. And, here, and and they even like, justify it that saying, "Hey, these are people who can't exist anywhere else. These are people outside of society. So even if they do die, which they're not going to, because it's a DC movie, who cares? Because they're not gonna make it anyways but you know let's focus on the little girl with the bug repellent spray which was great but there's really no consequence even if something does happen to that town i think if you set it someplace like los angeles or millions of people and have them actually reside in the city and have there be a real threat well this might be because you haven't seen a lot of these movies that's become a 
big cliche that everyone is like tired of right now is well man steel basically destroyed half of what would have been new york or metropolis or now, how many people died in that i have no idea probably millions yeah probably about a million people have you seen man of steel no that was the fight between that was God. why i hated the destruction of metropolis was like so over the top that it's not even enjoyable and it and then like the people are running people out the running streets. away from the building i know 9 11 was a long time ago but i mean this looks like too much like a frame by frame reshoot of that news footage of people running mm -hmm. away and it, it was weird and that's a big reason why i didn't like man of steel but i think that's a reason why a lot of people had a problem with that there are also people that figured out how much the budget oh yeah would cost to rebuild that right and it's it like ridiculous. it was like in the billions because you had that machine that zod was using on both sides that basically did three-fourths of the destruction of metropolis yeah. and then you have that over-the-top fight between him and zod that also caused more buildings to come down so I think yeah, that's what that, what that didn't help it. I mean, obviously, Avengers, there was an alien attack on the city. But for whatever reason, on Man of Steel, I did not feel... I wasn't, like, offended or anything. But I did not feel good watching that. It was just, the hell is this shit? I mean, it was bad. Yeah, I think are trying to distance tone themselves down their, from that. Tone down well, even on, on uh, Batman vs. Superman, they, they did it in some, like, deserted part of town or something exactly. like that. Exactly. Actually, they kind of did it on an island near Gotham or that right, wasn't being but it used. was deserted. You, you have to have at least some threat. I'm not saying you have to kill millions of people. Right, but, but at I, least have there be a I substantial threat. That scene on Man of Steel did enough credibility damage that it's really hard for them to a really bad scene. I mean, it was, don't get me wrong, I mean, the action was amazing, I guess, but it, I didn't enjoy a single moment of that. And I watched a little bit of it on TV again, and I'm like, yeah, I don't enjoy watching this. This is not fun at all. It's just weird and too dark, and it, this isn't what I want from Superman. Like, I, I want a thread, but I want some, you want some stakes, but that was just too much. Yeah, like you said, now they're trying to recuperate from that. It's like, okay, well, we're not going to kill anyone for the next six movies to make up for that body count. Yeah. It does seem like that's what they're trying to do. Oh, yeah. Assuming Warner Brothers continues on with the DCU as they have planned, and they don't make any changes, no matter what Justice League makes at the theaters, whether it loses them money or makes them money in the end, can they survive much longer continuing making these types of movies? Well, I mean, if they don't make any changes and keep going... As, as as per, they, no, as, of course it can't survive. They haven't been making money. The reason why I asked is the next five movies they have slated with actual physical release dates, not just movies that they're wanting to... They've announced like the Batgirl movie or the Matt Reese Batman movie or Man of Steel 2 that they say is coming but have no dates you know, attached to them. Their next five movies is Aquaman on December 21st of 2018, the Shazam movie of April 5th, oh 2019, Wonder Woman 2, which they originally set in December, but moved it back to November 1st of 2019. Cyborg on April 2020, and then Green Lantern Corps on July 24th, 2020. So long to do Green? I love how they have this mindset that Green Lantern is the worst mistake they've ever made. And it's, yeah, maybe at the time, but you've made plenty of mistakes that are equally as bad as that like just fucking make a green lantern movie all right a good one well the reason why i was asking between those five movies what two characters are missing uh, batman and oh superman, superman and Bat yeah yeah they're not making another suit it's right there it, it's like you've got they're you only doing one of their three major characters that has another movie coming out and that's wonder woman too i'm look i'm okay with them taking a break with batman honestly we all know it's gonna be a long time before it gets any better than christian bale's batman movies let's admit it those movies were really good. So I'm okay with him being just kind of like a foil character in these movies and not really having his own. That's fine. We've seen Batman to death. That's okay. Let's do something else for a while. Superman, is, you've got it right there. And I don't understand why Brainiac has never made it to into, the big screen. Yeah, he's way bigger of a character than Zod was. And Man of Steel, Zod was pretty similar to Brainiac. But still, you've got a great character right there. You've got a good story. You've got somebody, this android character trying to maybe he's trying to recreate a metropolis or not a metropolis a um krypton a krypton and you know maybe superman is seduced by that idea and then for some reason it's a bad idea I'm, i don't know but it's like you've got a story right there like just do it uh-huh because personally out of the five movies i just mentioned 
Aquaman has my interest, and Wonder Woman 2 has my interest. You said there's no Flash movie? They say they're going to do a Flash movie. They're going to do the Flashpoint, but so far they're on their fourth director and fourth writer trying to get this movie written and done. (laughs) That has no date yet. So the movies I I just read off were the only four movies that actually technically have release dates with actually on the calendar. On Shazam, that's a character that I don't know. I kind of feel like you have to have a little bit of a better credibility before you introduce a character like that. You have to have the goodwill like Marvel with Ant-Man. No one knew who Ant-Man was, but they knew what Marvel was. And there were so many good Marvel movies that, okay, it'll give Ant-Man. Oh, hey, Ant-Man's really cool. Yeah. Right. And I don't think DC has that. And well, I not think, at all. I think that's a mistake. And also, did you say there was a cyborg movie in there? Yes, a cyborg. That's. I mean... That could be cool, but it probably won't be. See, you're going to come off looking like a, an Iron Man movie, a Terminator movie, Robocop. Or, or, or Robocop. I mean, depending on how bad or good you write it, instead of being a cyborg movie. I like the cyborg character in the, in the Justice League movie. I thought he was great, but... In my opinion, I don't know if I want to see a solo cyborg movie. I mean, I think he'd be fine in like what you're talking about with Batman, kind of have him in there as an extra person, an extra character. But I don't know, at least from my point of view, I don't know if I want to see him as a, just a solo cyborg movie. I mean, you guys could have different opinions, and that's well, fine. Be, but Well, I mean, they could do what Marvel's done with a lot of their movies, where there's Captain America 2 had... Black Widow, right. Thor 3 has Hulk. Apparently have you, Flash. Have your Flash, or I was thinking even even uh, Batman. Batman. Yeah, Batman. Like any of them, really. Yeah. Or like, Robin. You know, do like a, that could uh, be fun. a, a tiny Teen, Teen Titans, Titans yeah. reboot. That yeah. could be fun. We talked about they're wanting to do the Flash maybe. They're wanting to do another Batman movie. They've talked about Man of Steel 2 hopefully coming. But they're also still working on a Joker Harley Quinn movie that they Ugh. have announced. They, they've also yeah. wanted to do Batgirl. You've also got the uh, standalone Joker movie with Martin Scorsese. But I kind of throw that one aside because that one's not attached to anything of this. This is a complete kind of like a one-off movie. That's interesting. It'll be so good. But that was with Martin Scorsese behind it. So I'm kind of willing to throw that one aside. But I don't see anything that they're doing that just makes me want to scream and go out to the movies and see some of these. Even looking at these release dates, Wonder Woman 2 is going to be pushed back with Brett Radner being sacked. No, I read a thing last week, or at least last week at the time of this recording. Studio has already soothed over and everything's taken care of. Okay. Rat Pack Entertainment, which is his company, is still behind it. Okay. But Ratner will have nothing to do with Wonder Woman 2, will right. not be on set with Wonder Woman 2. Right. So all of her fears that she had have been taken care of, right. and that's still on track. It's so gross. Oh, it's horrible. <laughs> okay. Wonder Woman 2 is still on track at this point. Well, we'll see. I wouldn't be surprised if it gets pushed back a little more. But then again, I don't think you're going to hear of anything of what Warner Brothers is going to trash the DCU or revamp the DCEU or keep it going, I don't think you're going to hear anything about it till at least the beginning of the new year. No, absolutely not. I don't think they say anything about it at all till at least January at the earliest. Well, you can't ride the hype after Justice League. No. Honestly, you can't. There, there's no hype now. And, and even so, they're only going to have, what, three new DC movies between now and basically the beginning of 2020? Which is plenty. Uh, which I guess is plenty, but compared to what Marvel's still have planned i mean it, it well, seems a little weak well, but marvel's gonna run themselves. maybe warner brothers needs that time to figure out what they want to well, do well the first thing they need to do is just cut the budgets down yeah that is thing number one did wonder woman have a huge budget like the others it wasn't that I think a little wonder woman had the typical 130 to 150 right. million dollar range which right. is pretty average for some of these movies it wasn't the in- overinflated 200 250 million and like that was fine but honestly like for some of these movies they need to cut it down even more look all of a sudden fox is like the our tours now <laughs> This If they can do Deadpool and Logan for those budgets, and those movies were both really good, yeah, I guess you can do this. Right. I mean, According to Wikipedia, Wonder Woman's budget was $149 million. That's about perfect. Yeah, exactly. Just cut it down. Like, Justice League really looked that good. No, no. not really. I think they rushed it to keep it on its release date instead of saying, instead of just admitting they needed more time to get the movie finished and finished properly, get the CG issues all fixed and all that. Instead of just saying, hey, we're pushing it back to mid-February of 2018 and give an extra three months, they basically said, nope, we're still releasing it. We're not pushing it back any further. We're, we're just going. And I think they really put Josh Whedon in a problem spot of, oh, crap, I've got six months to reshoot, get it under two hours 
first and get it out. And I think that's where the CG issues come into play if you want to make that a big issue out of it. I think they needed another six months. I've been telling people all week, it wasn't a bad movie. No, it really wasn't. But it wasn't a good movie. No. It, it, it was, was pretty it was, average. It was fine. It was average. It, it was fine. fine. That's why I say I find I found the movie entertaining. I'm not saying it's good. I'm not going to say there it's were, bad. I mean, there were a lot of things that I liked in the movie. It's just the CGI and the plot and the villain were all pretty weak. Uh-huh. And I mean, unfortunately, those are three pretty important things for these type of movies. But like I said, I, I liked all the characters. and The I characters liked, were the best part. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and it's worth watching for that. I had a good time with it. I didn't come out of it going, oh, God, why did I just waste my 10 bucks on that movie? I mean, I enjoyed it. Would you recommend someone to go see this, uh, despite what they may or may not be reading online? I'd say not in theaters. It's a good rental. It, it's a really good rental. Well, yeah, just rent it. Wait for it to be on TV, or yeah. I, I don't think it warrants going out and spending you know fifteen dollars on popcorn. And it's fine. That's what it is. It's it's fine. If you yeah. really love DC, maybe go give it a shot. If you found Batman v Superman good and entertaining yeah you'll probably like i know what his answer is to this and i've already asked him several times but did you ever watch the extended version no i just watched the theatrical cut okay i've been meaning to watch it someday you say it's actually i've heard that it's better i've seen the extended edition it doesn't make the movie go from good to great Uh, it doesn't do that but the extra half hour they put into the extended edition does in my mind makes it a lot smoother movie and it makes clark slash superman actually look like kind of an investigative reporter and it's just not all Batman centric focus. That lots that they put back in focuses around Clark and Superman. And he seems vindictive. In the theatrical, yes, yeah. he does. Where in the extended edition, he doesn't come across that way, at least. He doesn't come across that way. The movie doesn't seem as choppy, per se. I won't say it makes it a better movie, but it does make it a more, I think, watchable movie. That's just my opinion. I'll say that Superman's motives are the least of the troubles I had with Batman v Superman. Because in the extended edition, Clark actually goes over to Gotham and does some poking around and almost gets him in trouble. What well, does get him in trouble with Perry White back at the office, but they actually show him poking around and the citizens of Gotham are saying, you don't want to be trying to find out about this bat guy. You know, you just want to leave him alone. He's a mark on our city and blah, 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 which intrigues him even more. In the end, when you watch it, it makes more sense, I, I think. As I said, it doesn't necessarily fix its issues, but it does make it a more watchable movie, in my opinion. I did like the end credit scene with Deathstroke. Whether it was needed or not, I did like it. Although they didn't really, the although they didn't really say it. how Luther got out of prison. He's just all of a sudden on a yacht, but okay. But I did like the He's fact a genius. <laughs> he knows how to do these things. <laughs> Duh. I'll be honest, I was so underwhelmed by Justice League, I did not stay for the credits. I left the theater. I was like, oh, you know, I'll watch the end credit scenes. Yeah. I know there will be some. I'll watch them later. And I have not been motivated to go see, watch them. I just... It's funny because where that first one comes up with a Superman and Flash, and it comes up pretty quick. Most people at the theater I went to starting to get up and wanting to leave when they saw that come up. Oh, so they all sat right back down. Oh, I, I was out of there. As soon as that was done, they all took off. It's like just my wife and I and I, two or three other people that actually saw the, the last one with Deathstroke. I might Google it. You know, it's compared to the other superheroes movies that came out this year. Logan, Thor, Ragnarok, what else came out? Spider-Man Homecoming. Guardians 2. Guardians 2. Was Wonder Woman this year? Yeah, Wonder Woman was this year. Yeah, Wonder Woman was this year. Oh, yeah. yeah. Those were the major ones. Yeah, Justice League real bad really yeah it's compared it's a to distant sixth yeah compared to those five all I, five of those were way better because i think logan would rank probably the best one of the bunch. Yeah, yeah did you ever see logan no I, you really have I to watch suck. that you really have to watch that one even if you're not big into the x-men stuff that is I, it, really it looks incredible and i just haven't had found the time and, it, to and it's not your it. typical superhero movie like you would expect like right. you got with justice league it's it it, so it, opposite of that yeah wouldn't it, you agree yeah it's not hugh jackman in a in a yellow latex suit no, no, it's not. No, it's but not. we've never gotten that. Well, so. we should, shouldn't I we? I know, right? <laughs> I've been hoping for that. Well, we never will. He's no, done. He's done. Unless he just does a movie where he's in a, a yellow yeah, leather. It, it doesn't even have to be an X-Man exactly, movie. Okay, yeah. what are the just chances? sexy Hugh Jackman. What are the chances in Deadpool 2 they actually got Jackman to appear as a cameo, a quick little cameo as a joke, in the yellow Wolverine suit? And he's not technically playing his character of Logan. Mm, but what are the chances funny. of that actually happening? What if we make like a luchador movie? And have him wrestle like Rey Mysterio Jr. or something. <laughs> That'd be funny. Then not even any plot. Like that's uh, two hours of a fight with Rey Mysterio Jr. I'm in. I think that's interesting that compared to those other five. I mean, were there any others? That came I don't think so. Year? I don't think so. I think yeah. those are the major ones. When you compare them, it definitely ranks at the bottom. 
Oh, yeah. I was so floored coming out of Wonder Woman. I was like, man, you know, Batman v Superman was not great. Coming out of Wonder Woman, I was like, maybe they've actually learned. Maybe they've turned it around and then come and moved out of Justice League. Justice League, I think that... I know, it's a different it, animal. It was a mess from day one. I think it was better than batman vs superman a lot better i would almost put the extended edition of batman vs superman equal to what this is in my opinion <laughs> i would say probably man of steel is better than this movie but that last 20 minutes of man of steel is pretty insane and not insane in a good way like it's pretty messed up i'm not it's almost like you have wonder woman and then you have the rest exactly sitting down here yeah. a muddle no, amongst them you have wonder woman you have the three superman ones all three of these movies do not deserve to be put in the same pile of garbage as Suicide but Squad. But Suicide Squad won an Oscar. Doesn't that mean it's awesome? <laughs> it won an Oscar. Yeah, for makeup. It won the Oscar That's for so makeup. Stupid. I'm serious. <laughs> So stupid. I forgot about that. Yeah. Wow. I, I totally forgot Oscar about that. Oscars award-winning filmmaking. Unbelievable. I mean, I guess it did have good makeup, I guess. I don't know. Especially the uh, blurred mascara. That was the <laughs> highest quality blurred mascara ever caught on film. Man, that movie's so bad. That movie, I've said this before, that movie is watching your friend play one of the worst Resident Evil games. That like That's like what fun. it's like. It's such a bad movie. Such a horrible movie. I didn't go see it. My girlfriend went and loved it. Said it was fantastic. Harley Quinn was great. Joker was great. I was like, well, it doesn't well, look great. I've got some cousins who are not into the comic book movies. They're not into the comics. They have no clue about majority of these characters other than what they see at the movies. And they went and saw Suicide Squad and thought it was great well, themselves. I mean, right. there so, is the whole Joker and Harley, Bonnie and Clyde, Sid and Nancy thing that's appealing. But I'm over that. I'm too old to give a shit about that stuff anymore so i get that on some levels people who are average going don't really care about the comics in a certain sense other than what they see on tv or tv or, or the big screen i could see why some of these movies people do like and sometimes why they don't like them when when some people like us know, not, are, are going I, like not this what? one this that one's a bad one i'm and there's a lot of pandering in that movie thing with this suicide I, squad though has the second biggest opening like i'm not DCU. gonna get into it too much because there's no real nice way of putting it but the the fire guy was total pandering whatever that fire guy's name was he was not a good character and then killer croc he wants bet in his cell it's like man come on you guys like this is not cool to be doing this it's, and it's then, offensive and then they use enchantress as the villain that lady that danced at the end yeah like that, <laughs> the pillar of light that's another movie cliche and you know the thing about movie cliches is if the movie's good you don't really care but if it's bad then you're like oh Ah, it's a cliche. The pillar of light needs to stop. I, I think we've seen enough of that. The more you talk about Suicide Squad, the more I want to go watch it just to make you fun of it. You should watch it. It's not enough fun to make fun of it, though. It, there's a lot of scenes where it's just them running around shooting zombies, and it's not interesting or fun. And then the first part of the movie is uh, the introductions of all the characters, and they keep playing all those old classic rock songs like Queen and all them but they played some of the songs from Guardians of the Galaxy that they used but they used a song from Guardians of the Galaxy I forget which one it was are you serious what is wrong with you did you guys hear that fans have started an online petition I think some of these fans don't understand actually how Hollywood works but no really demanding that Warner Brothers release on the Blu-ray version Zack Snyder's cut of the movie why don't these people instead of writing petitions Petitions about movies. Why don't they vote or read a book? Vote with your wallet. Go invest. Maybe recycle once in a while. Like, like, why don't they do one of these things? Get a hobby. Donate their time to a good cause. Why don't they do some of these things instead <laughs> of writing petitions? Even if Zack Snyder had a rough cut of Justice I don't League. do any of those things. I don't even vote. I mean, I'm such a hypocrite. Well, then you're the problem. Yeah. <laughs> no, I do some of those things. I'm just saying it. Why? You probably signed that petition, too, didn't you? I, I wrote the petition. Well, there you go. <laughs> I wrote it. I just find it funny because even if Zack Snyder had a rough cut, of, there's no way Warner Brothers is going to spend any sort of money to make that version ready for Blu-ray. No. The fans demanded it. It's like <laughs> signing a petition to see Nick Cage's Superman movie. It's not going it to happen. No. And I would be very surprised even if you got any sort of, quote, director's cut, even from Josh Whedon on no. this movie. Because I don't think a lot of fans were happy that the fact that they put extended cuts on 
Batman vs Superman and then Suicide Squad, and you didn't get it with Wonder Woman, so I seriously doubt you're going to get well, it. You with didn't Justice need League. one with Wonder Woman. No, you no. perfect. Exactly. And to me, I never felt it was right for Warner Brothers even to do it with Batman vs Superman, even though the extended edition was a better version. But to me, that's just telling fans, well, you know, if you weren't happy with this one, try this version that... instead of just standing by what they put out in the. You theater. know, Marvel sort of did that too, but I still was a little miffed about it. The uh, short film well, where what? the Mandarin is in the prison. As funny as it was, it kind of bugged me. Man, you guys did this twist that, first off, I thought it was really cool. Second, the fact that it pissed fans off made me love it even more. <laughs> and then now you're like, well, maybe there's a real Mandarin out there. No, come on. Here's the only thing I can say about that. I think this is the case. If you're going to like make that film, you just do that for the pissed off fans. And not actually put the Mandarin in a movie. Because here's the thing. No one ever liked the Mandarin. That's why from 1973 to 1985 or whatever, he's not even in the comics. They just stopped using him for a whole decade. Because he sucked. Come on. That's what happens when you make an orange a villain. It doesn't work. Well, it worked in the 60s. (laughs) I mean, it worked at one time, and then in the 70s, it stopped working so well, so that's why they quit using it. The Orange Rebellion of the 70s. Yeah. Did you guys see uh, the Hollywood Reporter tweeted out that Warner Brothers was going to stop making the DC movies after Aquaman? I hadn't seen that. They said that when you clicked on the link, it played Rick Astley's (laughs) Never Gonna Give You Up. Of course. Wow. So So someone Rick rolled you. They Rick... The Hollywood Reporter rickrolled everybody. I, uh, <laughs> nice. I've seen the best rickroll I've ever seen in my life recently. You know how occasionally on the internet people tend to kind of be overzealous about freshman level social commentary. You know how that's like a thing, right? Okay. Right. And especially among, that's more of a thing among like left-leaning people. But this article was, in the way it was clickbaited and everything, it was like really well done. It was something about the racist undertones of Rick rolling. Yes. And I was like, yes. oh, you. And I clicked on it yes. and I got Rick rolled. And I was like, <laughs> Bravo! <laughs> exactly. My music theory professor from college posted that on Facebook. Pretty I was funny. Like, you know, when I click on this link, I'm probably going to be rickrolled, but <laughs> damn it! It, 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 was, it was pretty amazing. I was that, very upset. That was probably the best one I've ever seen. I did not life. sleep well that night. <laughs> We did it. That's, Ladies and gentlemen, we got them. That's the peak Rickroll. Can't yeah, get it, any better than that. No. What would you give uh, Justice League a score? Um, a through F. A through F. You can do plus and minus. We always do yeah. plus. Do E's count since it's not technically a grade? Can I give it an No. I'll, I'll count that as an F minus no, if that's what you want to give it. No. I Man, I would say I would probably give it a C minus. Okay. That's what I would give I, it. I, I mean, for what it is. It's fine. Like, yeah. I was going to give it a, an even C, so I guess I'm maybe... Yeah, you're a little higher up on it. Higher up. Not much, but a, a little bit. I to think... be fair, it takes a lot for me to give a movie an A or an A+. Usually I'm around a B+, so, but yeah, I would say this is a C- minus movie. Okay. The last movie I saw in theaters besides this was Blade Runner. Coming off of Blade Runner to Justice yeah. League, it's a bit of a contrast. Was that okay? I saw Blade Runner, then Thor, and Thor was really good, too. Yeah. I actually have a friend who, um, he's got really good taste in movies, usually. He actually surprised me. He said, look, I know you're going to hate me, but I actually like Justice League better than Thor Ragnarok. And I said, I don't hate you, but... Did you defriend him on Facebook? No. I just recognize that you're wrong. Exactly. (laughs) I mean, you know, I kind of get kind of like the familiarity. Like, I think he thought Ragnarok was a bit too weird, which it is. But that's why I liked it. I'm kind of getting tired of the same superhero cliche. So I like the ones that are different a little bit out there and that movie definitely was i want to thank you guys for both coming on here tonight and talking about justice league it seems like the dcu and Warner Brothers can be easily picked on compared to marvel it's not that i don't like some of the dc movies but i do i think the next podcast you're going to hear obviously besides my franchise podcast which i promise is coming as star wars last jedi i'm assuming you two guys are excited about star absolutely wars. i know i'm geeking out over it but that's just me what's the little penguin called 
Porg. Okay, because somebody, Porg. somebody yeah. at work today was, what do you think of the Porg? I was like, what? Bird in Star Wars. I was like, with... what? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> what are they talking I, about? Fantastic. I but yeah, can't okay, wait. I oh, something it, I did know. remember from, from the Destiny movie I that actually I did, did like yeah. was when Alfred's talking to Bruce in the plane, and he goes, something about, reminds you of the good old days when the only thing you had to worry about was wind up exploding penguins. Yeah. I did uh, like that line. I, oh, also... How weird was it that they would play parts of the Danny Elfman Batman theme? The original person they had to do it left, and they got Elfman to come in to do the entire Justice League But how weird was it they'd start to play it, and then right when it would hit that note, it would just stop? They did it on the Batman, and also a little bit of John Williams' original Superman. Did they? Because I saw that on the credits, and I didn't notice hearing it. I did hear it once, and it was right when Superman first appeared when they were battling Steppenwolf. Right. Right at that point where he goes... Stephen was saying something, and then you hear Superman from off camera say something. I kind of wish they would have just went full on and, with these. And then, and then when they took him full covering, that's when you kind of heard it real quick, but you had to listen to for it. Because I love both of those themes. Those are both great themes. I'm just glad you're the, a Seinfeld fan. I'm a so Seinfeld you would guy. Know, you would know the episode where uh, the race. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Which is one of the episodes he talks about on his uh, oh, review yes. from season four through season exactly. six. I also played the Superman theme in college in the orchestra. Nice. What that did you play? Trombone. Trombone. I played trombone. What? Yeah. No way. Yeah. <laughs> Reggie, you should get a trombone. Oh, well, my brother played trumpet. I don't That's know if not. That, that is not a trombone. So uh, there's a joke there somewhere, but I'm leaving somewhere. Alone. Tromboners. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, I mean, it's a Pretty it's easy. a work in progress. I got the punchline, but not the setup. Or maybe it's the setup and not the punchline. I don't know. Are you trying to rush the end of this, Reggie? What's no, going on so. here? I don't think he like, wants to talk about He doesn't about want to talk about Justice League anymore or tromboners. What's your problem with tromboners? This is 2017, Reggie. Can I consider this trombone harassment? Listen, Reggie. It's a giant slide. We don't it is have... the most phallus instrument <laughs> ever created. This podcast has gone off the, the slide really quick. Fell right off the end there. You're We've right. gotten rid of all the Freudian pretext of the trombone. As a tromboner myself, we are really all just dicks to make noise. Thank you guys for coming on. We will do this again on Star Wars The Last Jedi. You can find James's links to his true believers on my website. You can read on Matthew's Seinfeld reviews. Also on my website. Website. You can follow me at Reggie'sTech.com on Twitter, on Facebook, on uh, Instagram. Also find my podcast on YouTube and Podomatic. Thanks for joining us and keep listening. We'll talk at you later.